If your mission in life right now is to attract more of the right clients and convert those people into actual buyers, then you'll want to stay tuned. Alex Beaton went from amateur photographer into full-time entrepreneur in a very short time. She's sharing how she did it tonight uh, by creating a killer impression. She's actually going to give us some of her, her secrets. She's got a new program coming out, so there's lots to share. Make sure that you check in the hashtag YFE chat. Introduce yourself on YFELive.com. Let's go ahead and get started. So thank you so much for watching live. My name is Jennifer Donna. I'm your host, and it's actually episode 97. We're getting really close to episode 100, and it's going to be a big deal. So um, episode 97 is brought to you by Ovali TV. Ovali believes in building community through shared experiences. We produce professional live webcasts that bring tribes together. Oh, that looks good. <laughs> and by MailChimp. MailChimp is the best way to design, send, and share email newsletters. You can get started today at MailChimp.com for free and don't forget to sign up for yfe's mailing list at yfe.me forward slash mail it because that's the easiest way to find out everything that's going on with young female entrepreneurs so um with that being said a couple things that are happening with with young female entrepreneurs we've got our daily action calendar if you go to dailyactioncalendar.com today's action was to do three um to email or contact call whatever three people that are going to support you and reaching your goals for the month i did it did you do it make sure that you use yfe action and check in with people and let them know uh, that you are taking the action along with us and then finally sunday is our lazy sunday twitter chat We've done this monthly, so if uh, if you're available on Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, come meet your peers. You use the hashtag YFEBoom, and we're watching Baby Boom. It is a movie that streams on Netflix, and so everyone that subscribes to Netflix streaming can watch it. Just hit play at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. You can do your laundry, catch up on busy work, chat, and watch a funny movie about a woman who leaves the corporate world, has a kid, and then ends up owning a business and uh, potentially selling it to the company that fired her. So it's all really fun movie, very entrepreneurial. Hopefully you guys can make it. And then finally, another thing that's going on with YV is our Bootstrap Book Club. We just finished Jab, 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 Right Hook. So let's go ahead and bring Stacy back on. Stacy's the co-host of YFE Chat, and she's also hosting Bootstrap Book Club along with Vicky for Jab, 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 Right Hook. So Stacy, you had a couple people that you wanted to feature that have been discussing. We did eight discuss discussion questions here. She did, but I can't hear her. <laughs> Sorry, Stacy. <laughs> now we go. Okay, go ahead. Can you hear me now? Yep, I can hear you now. You're good. Okay. Um, I want to give shout outs to Molly Richardson and Chandra Russell for answering questions. We had so many people answer with so many good answers. Um, so thank you guys all for participating. Even if you guys haven't like checked out the questions yet, go do it now because there's so much good stuff there. Um, to see and insights and even if you haven't read the book just the conversation happening in the comments is really worth checking out I know it was so nice to have you and Vicky doing it you know Thank two you. people that are are fluent in in Gary Vaynerchuk language and jab jab jabbing <laughs> and so it was really nice just to hear your insights and your lead-ins to to the questions again yeah definitely I'd echo Stacy. make sure that you guys go through that discussion question um, on the Facebook group you can go to yfe.me forward slash find me in the club 
Did I just sing that? <laughs> I one of these days, I'll get you to sing it again. Um, find me in the club, and then uh, if you're not a member yet, just request to join, and I'll try and approve you as fast as you can. Um, I did announce our next book this morning on GenCast. You guys will have to watch that video. It's episode fifty-two. It's a good book that I don't think very many people have read, and I'll like add some time so that people can get it and that kind of thing beforehand. I haven't gotten to listen to GenCast yet. I want to know what it is. It's gonna be controversial, I feel like. So, oh, I'm so I know, excited. right? I'm, I'm super excited. excited about that. All right, so Stacy, where can everyone tweet with you today during YFE chat? You guys can hang out with me at YF Entrepreneur and using the hashtag YFE chat. Woo! Okay, so Stacy, we're gonna go ahead and bring Alex on and I'll check in with you cool. at the end of the chat. Cool. See you guys later. All right, everyone. So, Alex, who follows Alex already? I feel like everyone does. I posted it out there. I sent out an email and people were replying back saying, oh my gosh, I love Alex Beaton. I was like, you guys can't all follow her like me. But um, <laughs> so anyway, I'm really excited to bring her on and talk to her. One of the things that I was I was telling people about her is that she has very high energy. She's someone that you want to talk to and to get inspired by. And so she has a new program coming out and you can see on her website. It's called The School of Killer Impressions. And she's going to talk to us a little bit about that program and answer some of our questions around uh, what you're able to learn in it. So Alex, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm excited to chat more Thanks so much for having me i'm so excited to be here all right so alex give us the the lowdown on this because like i said you were this amateur photographer you liked photography yeah. and then one day you said i'm gonna go ahead and start a business around this yeah it was honestly i was at university i was studying marketing management with marketing and i had this passion for photography and i couldn't get rid of it i'd gotten a camera for my 18th birthday and I couldn't put it down. It was with me all the time. And everyone was like, why don't you just become a professional photographer? And I was so playing small at that time that I was like, no, no, I can't. I can't. Like, who am I to, to be a professional photographer, you know? So finally, in my third year of university, it came time to, like, start applying for jobs. And I was like, you know what? I have, like, it's now or never. If I don't try and make this a reality now, then I'm probably, it's never going to happen, you know? So I, after, straight after university, put up my website, started blogging, and just, it, it was such a beautiful time, actually, because even though it was so difficult to be starting a business, as I'm sure many people can relate to when you first start your business, it's really, it's such a scary time. But because, you know, when you start, you don't really have a following. You don't, like, no one knows what you do. You have to really spend so much time, energy, and effort putting yourself out there. So even though it was kind of, I would wake up sometimes and feel like, oh, my gosh, am I doing the right thing? It gave me so much joy to just be completely devoting all of my time to making this dream a reality and just doing everything that I could to, to make it happen. So that's really how it started. Well, and I feel like a lot of people can relate to that. It's part yeah. really real excitement and just kind of, you mm -hmm. know, wondering what's going to happen, hoping for the best, and then part like, yeah. what the hell am I doing? <laughs> so, Alex, uh, the one thing that I wanted to ask you about then, because a photography business, I feel like that would be something, that's not just something you can just start and throw up a website for. It feels like you have to spend some money on lighting yeah. and yeah. on on Photoshop. So yeah. what kind of startup capital did you have? Like you said, you got a camera for your 18th birthday. 
Yeah, that was pretty much exactly what I had. And I That's just, awesome. <laughs> like, I just worked it, you know? I went, I did everything in all natural light, so I didn't have to buy any kind of lighting or anything. And I just used everything that I had to make it happen. And so, really, I didn't have any, like, startup money or anything like that. I j it was just very organic. So it was full-time from the very beginning then? It was full-time, but not really, because even though I was always doing photography, I was also doing a lot of um, second shooting and working with other photographers and a lot of free work. At the time, I was living at home with my mom and dad, so my expenses were very low. And so I was just putting myself out there as much as I possibly could. And actually, that's something that was huge for me that I, I look around at people who are starting businesses and it's like, if you want to be a photographer or whatever it is that you want to be, be doing that thing all the time. Because even if it's free work, people are going to start associating that with you and you're going to start to get known for it. And then the paid work will come. Does that make sense? So at what point did it go from the free work to the paid work? And what point did you feel comfortable charging? I'm, I was pretty confident from day one, mainly because I knew that I wanted this to be a full-time business and I knew that if it was going to be a business, I would have to make money. So by the time I started, it was around the time that I was finishing university, I had already been using my camera. So I had a good feel of how to use a camera and how to take pictures, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I completely just forgot the question. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. So, uh, well, you know what? Let's go ahead and move on because the, okay. the one thing that I'm interested in, so you started this company, you're going yeah. and mm -hmm. um, you're you're offering free work. You, yeah. at some point, you start That's charging people. That's the question. People. I just remembered. This is really important as well. Okay. So I was doing all this free work and people were coming to my website and they were like, oh my gosh, this girl is amazing, blah, 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 because no one in my area was doing the type of photography that I was doing, but they didn't know that everything on my website was all free work. Does that make sense? Yeah. So even though I was starting off with nothing, it very quickly turned into a thing where I was getting paid for it because people were seeing all of this abundance of work and the, in their heads it was paid, but I was doing it all for free. It was my personal work. So so one of the things that I think is interesting and sets you apart as a photographer mm -hmm. is like you were mentioning to me before the show, at, a, at some point you stopped doing one-on-one -on -one work and you were offering uh, these photographers, other photographers tools yeah. that you were using too as far as Photoshop goes. And I feel like that's yeah. when I started following you was yeah. when you were doing Photoshop tutorials. And these tutorials, you had some on YouTube too. Yeah. And they're like hundreds of thousands of views each on these tutorials. Yeah. So it's crazy. What yeah. what made you transition from? Because this is this is interesting. I really like it when entrepreneurs do this. They yeah. they figure out a way to productize things. So it's not just all info marketing or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It's it's creating something that they are, themselves are using, and therefore someone yeah. else that's doing it must need it too. And that and for me, it was such a dream come true because I was doing all of this photography and. What it was is, for those of you who don't know, it's called a Photoshop action. And so you know on Instagram how you have filters at the bottom and you can make it black and white or you can make it vintage or whatever. I was making those for myself to use in Photoshop to speed up my workflow. And my boyfriend saw me editing one day and he was like, whoa, that's so fast. And I was like, yeah, it's just these Photoshop actions that I make. And at the time I had zero value to them. Like they were just things that I made. And he was like, hey, you should start selling those online. 
And I was like, don't be stupid. That's such a bad idea. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? I have nothing to lose. So I put them online and it was just such a huge hit. But by that point I had built a following as a photographer. So, and, and I was so happy to be able to do what I love, make these Photoshop actions and then sell the Photoshop actions onto other photographers who would also really benefit from them. Well, and I see that a lot as far as, um, like, I, there's another photographer that I know that is famous for celebrity mm -hmm. baby photos. Uh, her name right. is Carrie Myers, and she actually mm -hmm. lives near me, and she's done some things with YFE, and she's figured out different ways. So it's not necessarily teaching a photographer how to start a business or anything like yeah. that. She's created, like, little props that she sells. So oh. just other tools that someone yeah. could use, which I love that idea. And it's not something she had to have manufactured. Yeah. It's still something that she started with, you know, no startup capital. And that's the same thing that you did. And so now you, you're creating these these actions and then the photographers, they start get, getting interested in your marketing mm -hmm. and, and your business strategy. And so yeah. you start speaking to them on that sense. At what point yeah. did you do that? Um. I, I had just been receiving so many emails from, um, but you have to remember at the same time, I was blogging every day. I was on social media all the time. I, I had this, this connection with people that I think is really hard to find online. And I think that's what really drew people to me. And so they felt like they knew me and they felt like they could trust me. So I started to get these emails from people just distraught because their business wasn't working out for them. They didn't know how to market themselves. And I, so I started working with people one-on-one -on -one through the inbox all for free and just realizing that people just needed a little bit of direction when it came to their marketing and branding to really bring out something special that would help their business go from the level of I, I'm passionate but I have no clients to I'm passionate, I have clients, now I can actually focus on getting my work done as opposed to focusing on people, getting people through the door. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it makes total sense. And I should, I want to interrupt it for just a second. Uh, if you're yeah. on YFELive.com and watching right now, can someone post the YouTube link? It went out on Twitter. So we're streaming on both um, YFELive so and on YouTube. So if there's an issue with the stream, like buffering or anything like that, pop over to YouTube. So uh, the, the so now uh, you're into this and you're doing um, mm -hmm. the actions and now you're helping other yeah. business owners. At what point did you bring your sister into the business? I brought her in. Oh, I brought her in about a year ago. And so this How was. How old is your sister, by the way? She's 23 now. So did she go to do the same thing as you go to university and then be interested in business or was she always on the business type of track? No, she went to university. She studied psychology and then she went off to work for um, like a corporate company. And it's, it's a really well-known company and she enjoyed her time there. But I think she she really felt that like she didn't have that much creative control that that she was really um desiring in her career and at the time my business was doing really well so I was like listen I'm gonna bring someone on board anyway so if you're interested join me if you're not I totally get it but I just thought I'd like open my doors to you and she was like I would love to me and my sister are so close we're like best friends so I was a little bit worried about it at first because I didn't know what our working relationship would be like because we've never really had to work together in a business before, you know, but actually it works really, really well. And we, we make such a good team. Like everything that I'm not good at, she's really good at. And everything that she's not good at, I pick up on and I'm, I'm helping her and teaching her and 
Does, so, she yeah. have, does she have any equity in your business, any ownership, or is it no. strictly an employee type of a title? It's strictly an employee. See, and I love, I re, again, I think I feel like I'm saying I love this a lot, but uh, there's <laughs> whenever we have entrepreneurs on here and they talk about we, <laughs> and they're like, oh, what am I talking about? It's just me that owns this business, or it's just me that I'm employed. But they're yeah. saying we as in they in, they get their entire family involved in this. They get their yeah. friends. They have a legion of fans that are supporting them and wanting them to do well, especially in the yeah. beginning. And so, you know, having family in there is scary at first. I'm business partners with my parents. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, it's so nice to have someone that it you is. know you can trust. So is there any other advice other than, you know, just uh, going into the relationship in the first place? Uh, that you would have in working with a family member. I know Stacy, our co-host, um, is just bringing her husband into the mix. I think it depends. I think working with your family isn't for everyone. There are some families that don't have that type of chemistry where it would be a good fit. Like some really argue, some people just argue with their family all day long. But I think if, as long as you have that good, solid relationship, and you know that your relationship comes first before anything else, but that when you go to work, you're in work mode, if that makes sense. Um, I think that's really what you need to focus on if you're thinking about bringing on a family member, but also very important. You want to make sure that you have specific roles for each of you so that she knows what she's doing and you know, and it's not like all intermingled. Because I remember when Lizzie first came on, we really struggled with that, but then it was like, okay. We need to be really specific about this. So Having roles does definitely help. And going yeah. into work mode, I, I struggle with that a lot because I work with my mom the most. and it That is, is so cool, though. Uh, it's hard. It's hard to yeah. say, okay, now I have to treat you like a, a business person rather than yeah. just my mom. So, uh, so let's get into the marketing strategy part because we hear that thrown around all the time. Have a marketing yeah. strategy. Get serious about your marketing. Really think about it. What is a marketing strategy? What should we have in our marketing? strategy in the first place? I think for me, the most important thing is to, to not, firstly, don't get afraid by the word marketing. I've, I've met so many business owners who, as soon as I mention marketing, it's like, no, 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 no that's not for me. And it's like, you need to know how to market your business. It's so important. You can't just have the passion for what whatever it is that you do, if it's photography, if it's whatever. You have to also know how to market your business. It's so vital. And also knowing how to market your business, but keeping your brand in mind so that it's not just that you're marketing just for the fact of marketing, but that you have an entire strategy and plan that involves turning the entire customer experience from the day they first set eyes on you till the day they've paid for their product till the day that they've left and the relationship is over, that you create an experience throughout that entire journey that is really special for you, special for them, and branded. So that's really what it's about for me. Well, so now, do you recommend that people actually sit down and like create a little book of a marketing strategy every week? I'm, I'm going to do this. On Tuesdays, I'm going to do this. Is that something that you recommend? Because I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs, and myself included, we kind of have this moment where we have this like nebulous strategy up here, yeah. up in the sky, and then every once in a while, we <laughs> act on it, and then there's like yeah. this you know, fly by the seat of your pants kind of things. So, I mean, where do you find the balance? I think, honestly, I wish that I could tell you that there was like a special thing that works for everyone. But the truth is everyone just works best in different ways. That's not so, what we want to hear. You I guys know, always tell us the truth on this thing. What it comes down to really is just experimenting and seeing what works for you and what doesn't work for you. Like for me, 
part of my marketing strategy is my online communications, right? So when I first started doing it, I was like logging onto Facebook and spending so much time, like constantly logging back in, checking it. And then I realized I'm wasting so much time. This isn't working for me. Like, because I'd always go back and like, see, okay, did anyone comment? I have to respond to those comments. And then I'd go back a few hours later and be like, okay, I have to write something else because I need to have more than one post in one day. Whereas what works best for me is to just sit down for like an hour and a half in one week and just fill up buffer so that everything is there, everything is ready, it's coming up automatically. I don't have to stop working during the day to think, oh, what should I be posting, you know? So I think it's just, it's up to different people. It does involve a lot of discipline in order to do that type of a thing. I know that, uh, you know, filling up buffer, it seems like a silly task, but it's one that I really do have to be like, okay, you're going to sit down and you're going to plan out these tweets. Yeah. Uh, So apart from that, so you're, you're coming out with the school of killer, a school of killer impressions, right? Now, what, My baby. What's the difference between, yeah, you have two days, six hours left. I love this website too. It's so, it's very you. Everything about your brand really speaks to who Thank I watch you. on video. So Alex, what's the difference between a, a good impression or even like a bad impression and a killer one? Well, I think, I think the difference between a good impression and a killer impression is really interesting because a good impression you'd think that a good impression is good enough and that you can make a good impression and still get lots of the right customers coming to you and still make tons of money. But I think nowadays the competition is so fierce that anyone can get away, like anyone can have a, make a good impression. You know, making a good impression nowadays is not that impressive. So to make a killer impression is to really connect with someone so strongly that they're, as soon as they see your business, they're like, oh, it's like the angels are singing and they're like, oh my <laughs> gosh, this is for me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas with a good impression, it's like, oh yeah, this, I like, like, this is good. This is fine. Well, so, so tell, us, tell us more about the program then, because you've got this coming up and it's about teaching people how to create this killer impression, which yes. I think is something that you definitely do. I mean, I found yeah. you a while ago and I still remember what you when I found you on Instagram I was like oh my gosh I know who this girl is and and it was something that stood that's not I mean but that doesn't happen with everyone so obviously you're doing something right so what does I'm very thoughtful about the whole killer impression thing and it's something that I've been doing for so long and I didn't even know that I was doing it and then when I started teaching these people all about marketing and branding I was like this is like this is something that more people need to know about. So that's kind of why I created the School of Killer Impressions. But um, really, it's just it's it's marketing in a in a way that's loving and authentic and real and honest. It's marketing in a way that doesn't feel sleazy and icky and doesn't make you just like cringe. Do you know what I mean? It, it's yeah. it's. It's it's real. And it, okay, well, it, it on that sense, the then, what is an inspirational marketer? Because that's something that you're going to be talking about on Killer Impression at, yeah. at the school. Uh, so what is inspirational marketing? Inspirational marketing is marketing that doesn't make you feel icky for whoever is experiencing it. So I, I really believe that if you have a business and you're marketing your business, which you should be, it should feel enjoyable for your audience to experience. It shouldn't be like, oh my God, here she goes again. How do you again. know if it's enjoyable for your audience to experience? Because I feel I like a lot of people put stuff out there and they're like, this is going to be awesome. And then yeah. nothing happens. No, I totally, I totally know what you mean. I think you can feel it and you can, you can really tell, or at least I feel like I can tell from the response that I get from people. I can tell if something really, like for example, I just did to, 
to lead up to the announcement of Killer Impressions, I just did three videos where I walk you through how to create a brand that matters. It talks all about your brand words. And so it, go, it dives really in depth into creating a brand and marketing. We also go through marketing funnels. So I can actually send you the link to give to your audience later if they want to take a look at it. But um, that video series got almost 400 comments in less than a week. And so for me to experience that as a marketer, to know that I've affected so many people and really changed their business as I'm marketing my product, it's really great. It's great to know that even though I'm marketing, I'm also helping people. Does that make sense? It does. And you know what's funny about that? It is, there's people in the chat that are saying, you know, this is making me wonder about my own impression. And I have been thinking about this a lot lately because with, you know, with these shows that we're doing, I mean, I'm spending time on this and I'm hoping people find something of value of it. And I feel like it's finally starting to pick up steam. And I was comparing it. I watch Shea Carl, the Shea Tards. Do you watch that at all? No. Okay. So it's... (laughs) It's like what a vlogging it? family on YouTube that has okay. over like 200,000 views on the day they post it. And yeah. uh, so he did this video. I'll have to link to it. I'll find it somewhere. Just it, He did it recently, and he talked about uh-huh. the progression of his show. And it started out with 50,000 views, and then it mm-hmm. quickly went up to like, you know, double that, double that each day type of a thing. Wow. And what makes that snowball effect where, you know, you don't have 10 comments, you have 400 comments. Yeah. I, I mean, where I, what sets you apart from, I, I mean, because you're talking about authentic, but I feel like yeah. everyone feels like they're being authentic. Everyone feels like they're inspiring people. What are you but doing different? I feel like everyone has their own like X Factor thing. And I've really honed X-factor, it on my... Yes. And you talk about that. And it's the... Yeah. So what does that it's mean? It's called the X Factor formula. It's basically this formula that I've created. And I go really deep into it in the, killer, the, in the School of Killer Impressions. And it's basically all about taking what you have. Because everyone is different. I'm really like hyper and happy and positive, And that's my thing. And I use that in everything I do. Right? So... When you, like just now you said, you know, this website feels like you, like everything I see, it feels like you. And I do that purposefully. Every single piece of content that I put out, it's going through a checklist and saying, okay, does it meet this requirement? Does it meet this requirement? Does it meet, I don't post anything just for the sake of posting something because then my brand message gets unclear. So then let's talk about this brand Bible. So you talk about the X factor and figuring out what it is that sets you apart, Yeah. which again, you do brilliantly. And then uh, you have the second part is this brand Bible. And I want to buy that. (laughs) Which I'm assuming you can't just buy. You have to like make it. (laughs) So what is that? (laughs) Okay, so the brand Bible is kind of a term that I came up with. It's, it's, mine is on the computer, but by all means, it can be a physical book if you wanted to. And it's just something that I go through like repeatedly um, it's just a, a, like a folder of inspiration of all of the things that my brand encompasses of, of the experience that I want my customers to feel from, as I said, from the time that they see me for the first time to the time that they get on my newsletter, like every single piece of communication that they have with me, I want it to be a strong reflection of my brand because that's what makes a killer impression. You're constantly, constantly, constantly at a high level of excellence, high quality, People pick up on that. If you're like one day you're doing a great thing and the next day you're doing crap and then one day you're doing, you, it has to be consistent. You yeah. have to always be doing your best and always be representing your brand 
in in a consistent way and that's what the brand bible is about it's about inspiring you and reminding you of what your brand is all about you need to know what your brand is if you don't know how can anyone else know i feel like the most successful people out there are ones that have a very firm grasp on what their brand is like if you look at and even on like the the silliest up level type things like steve Mm -hmm. jobs he always wore that black turtleneck like yep. little things that you're just known for that people can identify you with and yep. like his his ability to get on stage and keynote little yeah so i i definitely think that that's something i want to pay more attention to the brand bible type of experience but the last one that i wanted to ask you about was this big big branded experience i mean is this yeah. all of all encompassing what does that mean it means like everything like from the from the second that they find you to straight through till the end their entire experience it's this big beautiful branded experience it's just they can feel your business and everything that in every single communication that's what it's all about and you know something i want to mention before i forget a lot of people when i tell them this they get really afraid they're like oh but you know people aren't going to like me and what are they going to say and it's like you know what a lot of people aren't going to like you. If you're doing what I'm telling you to do, if you're creating a real killer impression, that means that there are a lot of people who don't like you and a lot of people who love you and cannot get enough of you. It's like I made this video. It's like a 15-second video. I have it on my blog right now. And um, it's basically, I, it's a marketing campaign for, for the School of Killer Impressions. And I say, say no to boring marketing. And then it cuts to this scene of me. I'm spray painting my hair pink. I'm putting face paint on my face and I'm just dancing around like a crazy person. And I know when I created that, that that I was definitely going to be repelling many people when they saw that. A lot of people are gonna look at that video and say, this woman is crazy and I do not want her to teach me anything about marketing or branding. But a lot of people are going to see that video and think, oh my gosh, this girl is so fun and positive and she's like lighthearted. I want to work with this person. So you have to be okay with the fact that people aren't going to like you and people are going to love you. Well, and I think that makes total sense, too, the idea that you need to be comfortable. And we've had people come on all the time that have said something like that. And one of them was Chris Perillo, who's in the Seattle area. He's this geek blogger. And Mm -hmm. he, again, has hundreds of thousands of people that watch each episode and he said that's amazing you have to you have to have people that hate you and you have to have people that otherwise you won't have those other adoring fans that will do look at beyonce beyonce has so many haters and then so many people who love her you know like you really do have to get comfortable with people being in that hating type of space (laughs) unfortunately as an entrepreneur but at the same time you should feel i don't think it's unfortunate i think it's just life some people are gonna like you some people aren't and you know it really it, it was hard at the beginning but now it's like when i whenever i see someone unsubscribe unlike or whatever inside like internally i'm like yeah yeah, I'm repelling. That means I'm attracting, you know? It's I like just, that. I'm repelling. That means I'm attracting. Somebody yeah. tweet that for me. Don't let me forget. <laughs> I'm repelling. Wait, what was it again? <laughs> I'm repelling. That means I, blame I'm... My, I blame my pregnancy hormones. So, <laughs> Alex, you've got this. The program's coming out in just a couple days, right? Yeah. And then you also have, um, do you still have that scholarship opportunity for people? I do. The scholarship is still open. Enrollment ends on Saturday. We go live on Monday. I'm so excited. I can't even tell you. Congratulations in everything, because I'm sure this Thank was a you. ton of work to put together. I know I oh. followed the journey on Instagram of some of you guys. <laughs> did it was really fun to see you creating it and this was months of work it wasn't just something that you've thrown together in the last week 
it was a lot of work. <laughs> well, and now, I mean, we literally have the proof. You showed us the effort and the, the you know, the craftsmanship that the went journey, into it, the yeah. passion. And that's, again, it goes back to your branding and how just really good you are at it. So Thank Alex, you. where can everyone find out more about the the school? Is it the, the School of the Killer School of Impressions? Killer Impressions. Yeah. They can go to killerimpressions.com or they can go to alexbeaton.com. Awesome. And then <laughs> you said you have the video series and then also um, yes. the scholarship I, Tuesday, Yep. Well, see, okay, so the video series, I'm going to have to link to you because I've taken it down temporarily, but I'll link it to you so that everyone can see it because if you run your own business, especially if you're in the creative field or if you're a solopreneur, you're going to love this video series. So I'll send it straight to you. Awesome. Thank you so much, Alex. And oh, definitely, thank you. everyone needs to subscribe to your email list too and make sure that they watch thank the you. YouTube videos go back because it is, it's, you always offer something of inspiration and Thank you so much. If people want to subscribe to my VIP list. The link is alexviplist.com. So they can go there and immediately it'll just come up and you can just sign up automatically so you don't have to go searching for it. Perfect. Well, Alex, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you for having me. So everyone, we've been watching Alex Beaton. She is the founder, creator of the School of Keller Impressions. It's coming out shortly. And so this is something that you'll all want to try out, check out. She's got awesome videos. Make sure that you go through them on YouTube as well. Um, so you've been watching YFE Chat Live, the live show that happens every Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern here on YFELive.com. Really appreciative to all of you that show up live and use the hashtag YFEChat and communicate and share your ideas because that's why we do the live streams. It's about adding ideas on top of ideas, right? You're sharing your own experiences. Peer-to-peer -peer mentorship is what young female entrepreneurs is all about. So this has been Jennifer Dono. I'm the host of YFEChat Live. I hope to see you back here next Thursday. We have a really fun February plan. So every Thursday, like I said, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, sign up for our mailing list at yfe.me forward slash mailed it. Thanks, everyone.